Rugby KO, a podcast that pulls no punches. We deliver rugby insights from passionate enthusiasts from the grassroots to the global game. Players, punters, professionals and partners providing uncensored opinions on how the sport of rugby can thrive again. Growing the game from the grassroots. Now time to hear from this week's Grassroots Gun with your host, Katrina Oxenham. Trey Stevens is a Bermudian local who began his rugby career in his final year of high school and has not looked back. He was selected in the under-19 Bermudian squad and today plays tight head prop for the Bermudian men's national side. Last year they won the Rugby America's North Championships, becoming Caribbean champions edging out Guadeloupe. Trey has travelled the world playing rugby and is a promising and committed young rugby talent on the island of Bermuda. I talked to Trey about staying safe in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean in the approaching hurricane, his rugby passion and career to date, all that rugby in Bermuda offers him on and off the pitch, the many countries that play rugby in his part of the world and his motivations for playing the global game of rugby union. G'day, Trey, and welcome to the Rugby KO podcast. Firstly, um, you've got an imminent hurricane happening there on the island of Bermuda. Can you tell us what you're doing to prepare for that? I know you've come across them uh, frequently, but what are you doing? Is everyone okay there, and what, what's happening there now? Hi, hi Katrina. Um, yeah, we, as a culture in Bermuda, we take these hurricanes sort of, obviously, we do our best to make sure everything is battened down, all the uh, buildings and stuff are secure. But we do ha- tend to have a sort of nonchalant attitude towards the hurricanes. Obviously, we, s- we live in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, and we do face quite a lot of hurricanes between September and October. So um, I think as a culture, we've gotten used to that time frame being very hurricane and storm heavy. So a lot of us are sort of making sure all our belongings are secure and stuff. But after that, we just sort of become a bit more relaxed and we just sort of enjoy the time with our family and friends. So mm-hmm. it's pretty good right now. We've, my family, we've secured our home and now we're just sort of relaxing. We have time to, obviously everyone's working and stuff. So right now we have time to just spend with each other and just sort of reconnect. So it's, mm-hmm. it's been pretty, it's been pretty uh, nice so far. And the buildings there um, are designed to withstand some of those hurricanes, aren't they? They're built accordingly. Yeah, the um, the buildings are actually made of limestone, mm-hmm. so a lot of the um, a lot of the salt spray from the ocean and stuff, like I guess I believe the term is called permeable. The houses are very sort of um, strong when it comes to withstanding the heavy sort of salt spray and just salt water in general. So mm-hmm. obviously, when the hurricane comes in, it's going to blow a lot of that around the uh, buildings as well. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're pretty strong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll be thinking of you. But listen, let's talk some rugby. Um, you're a Bermudan local, so tell us about your rugby career so far on the island. Yep, like you said, I'm Bermudian and I sort of started in my last year of high school. A couple of my friends, they sort of, they played and they sort of saw my size and saw my potential, so they asked me to come by. But at the time, I'd never really known that much about rugby and I sort of just was very passive about playing. I wasn't really too sure, but um, eventually they got me down and sort of, it's been, it's been history since I haven't been able to stop. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so you play now for the Bermudan rugby national side. There's a population on the entire island of around 62,000 people. So uh, are all the people that play in the national side, are they locals or where do you source other players from for the side? Yeah, I would say um, if our new coach, Jamie Barnrouse, like he's gotten a lot of Bermudian guys, young young talented players in right now but we do have the spine of sort of um an english culture and south african i would say um we have one australian that actually plays with us as well oh, do you? But, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i i think with the new sort of coaching we have right now he's been able to realize the potential in sort of the young upcoming talents so he's doing a really great job in integrating us with that sort of initial core like i mentioned before so we can eventually just kick off and sort of start our own culture and how we play. So Yeah, great. And so there are academies and pathways for those. So you started at school. After school, are there some academies and pathways and development squads to get to that national side where you are at the moment? I would say we're in a, we're in a state where we're just recently starting to develop as a country, just getting youth involved in the sport. So when I started, there was there wasn't any sort of programs to get um, younger kids involved in this, in the game, but mm-hmm. now there's sort of, uh, we have programs like I, it's called beyond rugby where we get a bunch of kids together. And obviously rugby is a very physical sport. And like, there's, there's some kids out there that don't really have a way to express their frustrations and stuff. So uh, mm-hmm. we're getting a lot of the kids like in that sort of background involved to sort of, just initially get rid of that bit of stress and a lot of them after realizing it's not really just about hitting and making a contact with people like they've been able to kick off and actually integrate with the Bermuda under 19s under 20s and like the groups below that as well so Mm. it's not really catered towards actual elite development as much as it has been just sort of to get that initial involvement within the sport and then sort of kick off from there yeah, wonderful. And gives the kids an outlet, as you say, in a sort of yeah. controlled environment. Yeah, great. So are there other, like, what other sports are there to choose from? Is is it, um, is rugby got some competition from other sports there in Bermuda? Yeah, I would say the biggest sport right now in Bermuda is uh, football or soccer. Mm-hmm. Then I would say cricket and basketball after that. And then, mm-hmm. um, then rugby is sort of starting to catch up a bit. It's a bit behind, but we do have the uh, rugby classic where uh, a lot of the the older teams, well, retired players from older teams like New Zealand, Ireland, the Lions, they come down in October and they have just a, a mini tournament and they play um, they play every year. Obviously, with the uh, COVID pandemic, we're not really having that this year. But um, I think for the last twenty five years, we've had that um, that mm. tournament. This is the first year it hasn't been in a, in a very long time, but. Rugby is definitely start, sort of starting to catch up to um, the other popular sports on the island. Yeah, and wonderful. It's really good to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that rugby, that's a week, basically a festival, and it's a big party. And, I mean, Bermuda is a beautiful island. So that's a great showcase for the sport, I imagine, that week of rugby. So hopefully you can get it back on the calendar next year. Yeah. There's been a lot of friends of mine that don't really know that much about rugby, but they do know that's the one caveat on the island where a lot of people from all over the world come in and sort of watch and play so hopefully after everything sort of gets back to normal we can kick off again yeah 
Perfect. So listen, you play in the front row, Trey, and your prop, are you loose head or tight head prop? I'm actually a tight head prop. Yeah. On that note, I actually haven't had any formal uh, training or like scrum clinics or anything like that. I've just sort of been guided by a lot of the older generations of people that have played and sort of just helped me out. So a lot of my technique, it's sort of um, off of a lot of combined with a lot of other players as well. I think, I think um, my sort of size and my just raw uh, physicality mm. like, allows me to sort of be able to contest uh, at a pretty decent rate. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. So, so when you train, do you as a prop do different training from the rest of the side? Are you doing a lot of heavy sort of lifting and weights and things like that and specific sort of scrum training now that you're in the national side? Yes, I like to sort of uh, do a lot of my own functional training at home, like at my gym and stuff, where um, it's a lot of core-based work, and just like you, like you um, mentioned, just a lot of lifting and like a line out and sort of um, like tire flips and stuff as well. But when it comes to the national team, we do sort of separate where um, the forwards are more oriented on obviously contact. So um, with me, like the first ten minutes before training, uh, what uh, what we like to do is sort of um, default by the props we like to um, just get down and sort of just do a, a quick scrum a one-on-one scrum just to make sure our body height's correct just sort of um feet uh, uh, place proportion to our each other's body and sort of stuff like that and when we actually get into actual training we um we tend to do a lot of when it comes to defensive work yeah we do a lot of um practical defense so um obviously with props we're more likely to um just if it's a, a ruck we're more likely to just clear right through the ruck so a lot of times the, the, the props will focus on uh clearing out versus trying to turn some like, trying to turn the ball over and stuff like that so mm-hmm. uh, it's a bit more technical not we haven't really kicked off to the uh point where like we've had just props scrumming on the on their own but we do do a lot of sort of technical uh prop work yeah good one so listen you play in the caribbean championships Uh, how does bermuda go in that championship you're the 2019 you were the caribbean champions weren't you yeah uh we usually we do pretty good um our competition is really good um but this year we sort of well last year sorry we sort of went off the path we were a bit all over the place when it comes to organization and um, we had the raw talent, but just not the sort of the guidance that we needed to continue on to, to win the actual tournament. But uh, this year, we had the players, the organization, the staff that were all prepared to sort of let uh, allow us to do the best we could do. So we kicked off and we won. It was pretty nice as a as a sort of collective. Obviously, everyone wants to compete. Um, everyone wants to play. And obviously, we're competing with each other within the team. But with um, with the new sort of organization we have, we compete. But at the same time, we want our, our opponents, well, our teammates to, uh, to be the best they possibly can be. So it's a very healthy, uh, very healthy uh, competition within the teams. Yeah, great. And so what countries have you traveled to with your rugby? Have you traveled all around those Caribbean countries? Yeah, I've been to Cayman, Trinidad, uh, Gibraltar recently with uh, the with the um, national team. We went to Gibraltar. I've been a lot in, to Las Vegas. Um, 
What about Bahamas? Mexico City. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty nice as, as well. But yeah. I've, I've never been to the Bahamas, but uh, the the groups under me, the at the time I was under 19, but the under 15 group, they've been to, um, they've gone to their uh, Bahamas in their tournaments. Mm. But, uh, my age group and the national team, we haven't been there yet, but it's been pretty good. Yeah, some great countries there. So you get to sort of really yeah. travel around and play rugby. How good. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's really a nice feeling, especially when you sort of go to a country where it's a bit more, uh, rugby is a bit more involved in the culture. Mm-hmm. Like, um, with, obviously with the Caribbean, it's not as sort of rugby orientated as places like Europe and and Australia, but um, sort of going to England recently and just sort of seeing how they live and breathe the sport like it's a part of them. It's very eye-opening. So, yeah, what a great experience for you guys. Yeah, it's pretty nice. There's been a couple of boys that um aren't really, aren't really sort of financially stable, but they were able to have the opportunity to go abroad and sort of experience different cultures, and just sort of an in a different environment. And it's been really eye-opening for them as well. So, I think mm-hmm. that aspect of it, I don't think they want to let go of what they've achieved so far. I think they want to kick off and experience more of what life has to offer so yeah it offers more than just what's on the pitch right for rugby you yeah. know with all that travel so what is the next step for you guys are you trying to qualify for the 2027 world cup yeah i think we have the 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 heart and the capability of doing our absolute best obviously we won the most recent uh caribbean cup so anything below winning the competition again is could be seen as a failure. So I, I think we have the capability to do our absolute best. There was a um, a tournament in Colombia recently that was canceled, obviously, again, with the coronavirus pandemic. Um, there was a competition between Colombia, Guadalupe, I believe, and came in. There was sort of a small uh, cup tournament. We weren't able to sort of go to that just because, again, everything sort of been shut down but I think if we have like I mentioned before we have the capacity to do our absolute best against anyone that we play against mm-hmm. and we've before our coaching staff we've been set up to play as best as we possibly can mm-hmm. so yeah I, I like to sort of think that we, we it's a possibility to get there but we just had to play who is in front of us at the time so yeah and so what is the Bermudan rugby community like? Can you describe like the camaraderie between the players, the connection sort of to each other and also um, to the sport? Because obviously it offers that lovely community as well as being the national side there. Can you describe what that community is like there? I know it might sound a bit cliche to say, but I honestly do think the community here is like a family. Mm. With only 65,000 people on the island, there's sort of and rugby isn't the number one sport, you have a very small group of people that actually are engaged on a regular basis with the group. So we have four teams here and we see, obviously we pay, play each other within, within sort of the season. And every time we, everyone plays at the same time. So um, everyone, all four teams would get to, uh, to the pitch and we play and, um, after all the games and stuff, everyone just sort of integrates with all the teams and stuff, and we all just hang out and have a, a casual drink with each other. And it's it's pretty it's pretty welcoming. Like with all of my uh, my 
my peers, a lot of them play for other teams. I would say that me and two other people play for the same, two of my friends play for the same club team, but majority of us, all my other friends play for a bunch of other teams. And um, like I said, it's very, it's very close family. It's very nice to have a friend where you can play competitively against them at the same time and you get together as a national team, you know that that person's a really good player and he's going to have your back and you can you can strive to do your best because you know you're out of breath and you're sort of fatigued that that person is going to carry on for you. Mm. And so you're a lovely island there and it's so beautiful in Bermuda. So do you, other grounds and other facilities um, are near the water? Do you sort of do a lot of stuff near the water uh, there, like after a session, jumping the, the, the beach or? Before season, sorry. I, we do a lot of beach rugby, so we have um, a lot of majority of the teams go to the uh, most popular beaches uh, called Horseshoe Bay, and everyone sort of goes there on Thursdays, Wednesdays, and Tuesdays, I believe the days are, and we just get together and just play with our, our club teams. So, like right now, obviously, like again, like with the horror game coming, um, no one's really sort of focusing on beach rugby, but uh, last week everyone was down just sort of getting their hands on the ball, sort of just mentally, physically and mentally preparing themselves for the season to uh, eventually kick off. Mm. So we do a lot of beach, beach rugby. Mm. And actually, I, a couple of friends of mine, we get down to the beach and just do sort of beach fitness. Obviously, if I'm a prop, I, I, my footwork isn't um, <laughs> as dependent, but <laughs> a lot of my friends uh, are sort of backs and, and we get down to the beach and sort of try to, do a bit more, a bit of footwork. They try to encourage me to use my feet a bit more. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the good old backs, hey, trying to get yeah. the forward to run. <laughs> um, will you continue to play rugby there for as long as you can? You love it. Oh, yeah, definitely. I I don't I don't think I, I see any sort of end in sight with the lockdown that happened. And being home for three months it sort of gave me time to re- reinvigorate how I thought about how I play, what I want to do on the pitch, how I want to sort of push on. And bef- a lot of times, I would say before before the um, the new national team coach, actually, before I met him and before he got involved with the team, I honestly thought that like, I'd play and I would sort of go through the motions. I didn't realize I still love this sport. And I still love to play and just be in that environment. But a lot of times I sort of just went through the motions. Okay, let me just do one step at a time versus potentially try to read what's going to happen and sort of being ahead mentally, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. It's Mm -hmm. sort of with him being involved in the the lockdown period, it's really given me time to just focus on myself and um, just just get reconnected with why I played initially and why I love this sport so much. And it's honestly, at first, during the first month of being locked at home, I felt, oh man, I I really need to get back out and just play. But I thought to myself, why do I want to play so much? Why do I love it so much? Why why do I feel so motivated to just do this well? And at the same time, I don't think my body is fit enough to sort of do what I want to do. So like, um, I really spent a lot of time just working on myself, just getting old injuries, just fixed and just being a bit more fitter as well just and at the same time just eating correctly as well because uh, I like to think that I'd be able to get on the pitch and do what I want to do versus having the physical limitations of not being fit enough to do what I would see in front of me Mm. 
that working on your fitness really helped you and improved your game and got some sort of motivation back on track. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I started about two and a half months ago. I started just really working really extra hard on my, my own personal fitness. And so far I've lost uh, 25 pounds. So it's, it's, it's good. It's been good, pretty good. Well <laughs> done. Actually, yeah. when I do, when I do fitness tests and stuff at the end of the month, I can see the progress of how I've been versus how I feel now. And I actually feel that if I'm deep in that sort of fatigue mentality, I feel like I'm strong enough now to sort of kick off and actually push that bit harder. So a, a lot of that goes to my uh, fitness coach, David Lund as well. So <laughs> yeah. it's been a really, a really great ins- inspiration. So. Oh, that's wonderful. So you've got some really good sort of framework around the team as well with that nutritional advice and the strength and conditioning work that you're doing as well as the new national coach, Jamie. Yeah. It's great. It sounds like Bermudan rugby has a great future with all of those foundations in place. Yeah, we do. We, we're really sort of taking the time to focus on just everything off the pitch versus on the pitch. We All the people around the Bermuda rugby know that we have the talent on the pitch, but it's just sort of being able to kick off and be a bit better. Those aspects of the, the game that we can improve on. So like you mentioned, nutrition, fitness, and sort of mental mind state. We, um, we're a bit really focused on that more, making sure everyone's sort of in the right, in the right headspace sort of, and, a lot of times, um, obviously, when you're playing and going against you, you sort of get down and you feel you feel like someone could have done better. And not necessarily saying you blame other people, but you sort of have that that subconscious mindset. But uh, right now, we've really we've really taken great strides to sort of keep everyone high motivated and just sort of keeping their enthusiasm really high. So obviously, if we we make a mistake, we can kick on from that mistake and do something even better or make up for that sort of error it's, yeah. it's been really great <laughs> and so um are any of the players like at the national level are you professional players do you get play, paid to play or if it's everyone got to have jobs and things as well uh well we all oh, we are not professional <laughs> okay. we all have sort of jobs and um we work in between we play um playing and stuff we usually play on the weekend so throughout mm-hmm. the uh week we're usually just working and right now i'm sort of a kennel manager so i train dogs and i'm animal behaviorists and stuff <laughs> oh do you oh wow okay <laughs> yeah yeah a lot of times um everyone that i play with call me the dog whisperer <laughs> it's like my rugby nickname <laughs> <laughs> yeah we do sort of work and we but i think we just so we love this sport so much and we're so enthusiastic of what we do we have time play and sort of travel abroad and stuff so yeah it's 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 definitely worth the um it's definitely worth it to a lot of the boys that play Mm. so you get some other benefits with the travel and with the community and with all of the help that you're getting to play the sport that you love but um yeah unfortunately you still get a be the dog whisperer um, to <laughs> feed the family. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Trey, it's, um, it's been a pleasure chatting to you today. Um, I, I wish Bermudan rugby um, all the best as they move forward with the rugby and the professionalism. And hopefully you can hang on to that Caribbean championship title. And we'd love to yeah, see you uh, qualify for World Cup. But if not, we'll have to get some people over there for the week of rugby um, with the World uh, Classic. It's a great showcase of rugby um, and it's wonderful that rugby's played in 
all parts of the world, like beautiful Bermuda. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and good luck with your career. Keep training hard. And, um, and please stay safe with that hurricane that's imminent. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much, Katrina. I really appreciate your time. <laughs> no problem. Take care. <laughs> you as well. <laughs> Thank you for joining us at Rugby KO. Any comments or insights, please send to Katrina at rugbyko.com. For show notes and more about all things rugby, head to our website at www.rugbyko.com. We look forward to your company for our next episode of Rugby KO.